Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm great, Connor. I got everyone's Christmas presents sorted today. (laughs) Did you send out the Christmas cards to our patrons? I actually did. They're on the way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I thought I'd catch him out live on air, but no, look, that's fair enough. If you've done yeah, it, really more of a, 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 a behind-the-scenes conversation. No, no, I was, I was going to just do admin. Are we doing ad hoc right. duties here? Just that's oh, it. Oh, if only I'm if fucking lethal oh, ad hoc only. duties, according to my CV. <laughs> um, so, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who has been too busy buying meaningful gifts for his friends and family to look at any weird news. What, what, did, you, what did you get me? I got you the worst mug in the world That's and true. an action figure of Paul Dano's The Riddler. If, if anyone Ed, missed our lif- listener hangout last Friday, or last Saturday, I should say, um, it was absolutely lovely. You missed out on a good time. It was for the patrons and some of the listeners. They, we all just jumped in at Google Meet and just had a bit of a chat. But yeah. then we gave our Christmas gifts and Sean gave me, quite possibly, the ugliest mug I've ever hey, seen. It's hey. literally hideous. It's the it's the Joker's smile from the animated series, but it's not even round. <laughs> no, it's more of a oblong. It's shaped like an egg. Square. <laughs> it's kind of an egg shaped mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, look, it'll hold. You could eat cereal out with that thing, though. It's oh, massive. I will not bring that downstairs. Oh, <laughs> that, that won't be going in the kitchen. Oh, that lives in the upstairs <laughs> of the house. I see. Um, so, Sean, we got to get straight into it this week because, I mean, we got some news stories, and some of them are seen as a little bit strange, which is beneficial for the show. Right. I would say that does line up with the mm-hmm. title and premise. Yeah. Um, we're starting this week with a bit of a follow-up to a story we talked about a long time ago. Um, and this was in back in 2020, so I'm interested to know if you can Ooh, remember this. I think I blocked that out, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so Outback Pub emus are rediscovered after being banned from the hotel two years ago. Sean, vaguely. the emus have returned. I vaguely being- remember the emus invading the hotel, yes. A, a pair of celebrity emus that vanished after being banned from an outback pub for bad behaviour have been rediscovered and they've brought back up, Sean. They've brought the boys, they've brought the cousins in. <laughs> Took two years, but they're back with the crew and they're not fucking happy. Yuraka um, is a small red dirt town with a population of about 20 people, Sean. That is oh. the 
the population. Okay, people to emu ratio, probably not great, I would say. N- not fantastic if it's, if a civil war breaks out, is what I would say. When would uh, that ever happen, a war between humans and emus in Australia? <laughs> what would what wild circumstance would ever cause that to be real? So, it's two and a half hours south of Longreach in Queensland, to give you an idea. Um, and so it has a church a police station, a caravan park, a school, and what every Irish village has, a fucking pub. Oh, yeah. Just the one. Just the one pub. (laughs) Just the one. Normally, in a village of 20 in Ireland, you're having at least 16 pubs. Usually. Generally. I was in a, a, a village. It was up, like, Mount Leinster, and it was literally a road was the village. But there was two pubs, a post office, and a sweet shop. Well, I mean, how else? What if I wanted to fall out with one of the pub owners? Where will I go, Sean? I'm not a fucking fool. I need somewhere That's, else. But even where does the pub owner drink on his night off? You that, know? Oh, very good. Well, I suppose free drink. Is that how pubs work? I you don't think that's drink? how a successful pub works. No, but what about what in debt? What? Well, <laughs> oh, you can have all the free drink you want. Oh, drink debt. it all day, lad. <laughs> Just down in gallons of the stuff. <laughs> Um, so it, it, so this pub shot to international fame in 2020 due to its hardline stance against two strange visitors, Sean. We covered it on the show. Seems like a long time ago, 2020, in the middle of the pandemic. Hell yeah. um, I think it was. Um, I think this is when we were still recording them just over the phone without even having Google Meet on. Yeah, I couldn't even see your face. I couldn't see your reactions. I just had to guess if you were shocked. Oh, and I was. Believe it. <laughs> you would say out loud, Connor, I'm shocked. I was <laughs> like, oh, I have them. <laughs> I'm right where I want them. <laughs> the Iraqa Hotel was forced to barricade the pub entrance in order to keep Kevin and Carol the emus out after they developed a taste for the taproom hospitality. I mean, surely that's a reflection on how how good your staff are, you know, that mm. even the emus feel welcome. They might I, not you, speak the language. But then what happens if they're rough? They're a rough crowd. Like, what if they're, if they're starting a few fights? If they're getting involved, maybe maybe they're just being a bit creepy towards some of the people there. A bit leery. Yeah, mm. a bit leery. You don't want people having not, like, a bad time in your, in your place. No, but what if... What if we're prejudging the emus here just because we don't understand their drinking culture. The emus you know? had been targeting tourists. <laughs> See, the locals love them. <laughs> and pinching food, drinks and car keys and leaving behind a general trail of devastation. <laughs> I um, uh, Let's... Okay, so it's basically a stag do is what yeah, they have. But in. they're always on a stag do. They're, oh yeah, they're always in stag mode. Yeah. Um, I don't know the solution, though, because I don't mm. know enough about emus to know, one, their natural predator, yeah, or two, what they like enough to lure them away from the pub. Because it seems like they want to be in the pub, you know? <laughs> By the way, this article has one of my favourite uh, similes in that it said, a full-grown adult emu can weigh up to 60 kilograms, okay? So mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking. Sean, I don't know what a kilogram is. I don't have no. I have no idea about weights. I I couldn't. I couldn't know. I need this in in some sort of bird form. Another bird. Um, yeah. So it's the same poundage, Sean. I look. I'm going to answer your problems. It's the same poundage as 150 well-fed pigeons. Holy shit! Imagine that descending on your bar. But not non-well-fed pigeons. Like, I'm, I'm not looking for skinny bitch pigeons. I don't know. I want fucking New York pizza, bagels. Hey, I'm flying here. Pastrami. Yeah, the most well-fed pigeons in the world. I want those ones that steal ships out of people's hands and roll. I want my pigeons swole. That's all I ask for. I want 150 of them in an emu. If you set 150 pigeons against two emus, yeah, who wins? Oh, how swole are the pigeons? They're fucking oh, massive. Like fucking, like they've been hitting it hard. Like yeah, oh yeah, they, they've they've had some gains, Connor. They're oh, absolutely oh, yoked. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, if they're on the hard stuff, are they? <laughs> like, if they're on the other stuff, like injections and stuff, um, I'm going to pick the emu. Or no, no, I'm going to pick the pigeons. Win. How would they do injections with wings, Connor? Think yeah, how, it <laughs> how would they lift weights? Uh, heavy feathers. Hmm? <laughs> oh, fuck. Dip your me. feathers in lead. 
and then they're heavier and now you're a jacked pigeon <laughs> or dead no 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 I'm pretty sure lead poisoning doesn't affect pigeons I, I'm pretty positive I'm pretty positive <laughs> don't test I'm, that please I'm a bird watcher on the side yeah um, if you consider the kind of mass one pigeon can cause sorry what the kind of mess one pigeon can cause it stands to reason that the droppings caused by one f- well fed emu would be something akin to a bombardment who wrote this it's very, it's very um, expressive language. Mm. Talking it's also about very, it's, 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 it's very against emus, is what I would say. They've, they've come hard. It's a hardline stance. The, yeah, yeah. And what's where's that coming from? An emu killed their parents. I could only assume be, yeah, it's some kind of Batman mm. origin story. Yeah, probably. What's an emu? Um, Leanne Byrne says it w- has to be Irish. Leanne Must Byrne, be. fuck me. <laughs> I know so many Leanne Burns. <laughs> Leanne Burns! There's about nine Leanne Burns about 20 metres from here. If I just look outside, there's probably 20 Leanne Burns just wandering around. You throw a around. stone in Ireland and you'll hit a Leanne Burns. <laughs> um, Leanne Burns says it was the back end blitzkrieg. <laughs> What fucking poets live in this small town? <laughs> They're Irish, Sean. They're right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. the, the poetry comes out of you. Um, so, the back end blitzkrieg that pushed Kevin and Carol beyond the realm of cheeky punters and into full blown public nuisance territory. Oh, but, but if your patrons, like the, the, mm-hmm. like the humans that were at the bar, started shitting over each other, you don't call them a public nuisance you call the police <laughs> but I suppose in a town of 20 the police are also probably in the pub that is true so then do, like are they just having having the crack in the pub and then the emu walks in and everyone looks at the police officer the music stops <laughs> the mu- there are record scratches but then the emu he's really cool and so he kicks the side of the jukebox starts back right. up again yeah 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 <laughs> Like the funds, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't get the reference. You know the <laughs> modern cultural experience? The funds in 50s? Happy Days? <laughs> Do you remember 70 years ago? <laughs> the funds wasn't 70 years ago, was it? Uh, no, it might have been the 60s. 70s? Happy Days. American sitcom. First day set in the 1950s. Oh, sorry. But was on in 1974 to 84. Okay, I do apologise. That's why the 50s was in my head. Um, So Miss Bird is known around town as the Araka Mother of Dragons. What the fuck? Which is a reference to Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones who hatched three dragon eggs. Good search engine optimization there, this article. Good stuff. <laughs> Kevin and Carol were inside two of nine eggs that were given to Miss Bird after some blokes discovered an emu nest while pushing, while pushing scrub? Pushing scrub? Like, because scrub That's is That's got to like, be a phrase that we don't know. Pushing scrub, I think it's like, push, like, raking, like pushing around dead wood and leaves and shit like that. Okay. Hang on. Pushing scrub. Pushing uh, scrub. Safe search off and double wings. This is polyester. What is this? Oh, hang on. There's a video. A Komatsu 475 pushing scrub. (laughs) Yeah, it's breaking down little like shrubs and shitty little trees and grass by the side of the road. Oh, of course. I mean, this Komatsu 475 is doing fucking work. (laughs) Let me tell you. They haven't sponsored us, but we've fallen <laughs> upon the greatest present that you can give to a loved one this Christmas. This has 996,000 views. <laughs> it's been up for 11 years. People love Scrubs, man. Like, Do you think people are looking for the TV show Scrubs and they just, oh, he's reacted what? I went down to the comments. Go on. <laughs> Uh, four years ago poor trees had no chance with the mighty dozer (laughs) 11 years ago that's one hell of a dozer Great footage, thanks mate Uh, Sounds like you must have gotten it second hand Off one of the mines around there (laughs) What a weird backhanded compliment About my dozer I would pay money to do this The man says You can There's so many fucking 
the 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 blade must be a load all in itself on a float. That's dozer talk. I don't even understand. <laughs> you gotta be more clear. We're dozer novices. Holy shit! There's drama. So two What's years ago, on? someone says that's not a four seven five Komatsu. Oh fuck! That's a three seven five. That's one hundred less. I just don't, I want to make everyone clear. That's a hundred less. It's so much less dozing per yeah, minute. I, I want I want more dozer from my book. I don't want less dozer from my book, Sean. I look. I'm disliking this video right now because that is Disli- false. What, what was the drama? So if they commented that, did somebody comment underneath? Backing uh, it up. This was eleven years no, ago. It's a different type. See, I don't think replies were built into YouTube at the time. Uh, we could do major overkill, in my opinion. <laughs> Someone's not impressed. It's uh, too effective. All, all three seven five, maybe. That's no four seven five, lol. Oh. And then the original poster replied, yeah. "The old three seven fives only had one stack." Oh, fuck. I don't know what that means. Oh. Someone said, this is not a 475, the original poster. Tell me what it is then. Oh, that's, yeah. from, that's from two years ago. This man is still on this page. <laughs> Tell me what it is then. <laughs> everyone, like everyone. You know it, what that it, is? You know what that is? He got called out. He walked yeah. into the fucking place. He pulled his fucking dick out and just said, tell me what it is then, right? This is, this is it. This is what we're here for, right? You fucking tell me. I, yeah. I'm not backing down here. You're, yeah, you're fairly able to tell what it is. Tell me what it isn't, you know? <laughs> and then Bob comments, that's a 375. Oh, oh no, that's Bob. Dude, then this dude comments, what makes you think that, Bob? Oh, fuck, Bob's after coming in. Bob replies, 475 would be a lot bigger. Oh. And then this guy comes back with the party line, the old 375's only <laughs> had one stack. <laughs> the party line! Bob... Ends the conversation. Yeah, you're right. D375 came with an SAA D170 six cylinder, and the 475 <laughs> came with an SAA 12D140 V12, Connor. <laughs> what does any of that mean, Bob? It's dozer talk between lads. <laughs> me and you don't understand it, and we're lads. I want to be part of dozer talk. Look, I'm the laddiest lad there is. Connor. I know that shot, I know. And, and I'm fully comfortable engaging in dozer talk with anyone yeah. who feels Yeah, like. look, if, if you bring up dozer, I'm in. Like, I'm into that conversation because for me, a dozer is just another home. A dozer talk. Yeah. But, but what if. What if this became a dozer podcast, Connor, and I educate you on how to properly talk dozer with the lads? I have to be honest with you, I still yeah. don't fully understand what it even looks like. Oh, right. Imagine, right, hang on. Gonna, I don't want look. an image, I want you to describe it. Okay. Do you know them big yokes in Avatar, what were clear in the jungle? Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm it's with like you. one of them, bright yellow, yeah. uh, tank treads, and then a big... Fucking Mr. Plow style snow plow on the front. But it's it's not the width of the dozer. It's like three times as wide and as the me, dozer. Let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. How many stacks are on that? Oh, this one. This would be one stack. What is it one stack or two stacks? I heard the three. See, the old 375s has... had one stack. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is the new 475. Right. Which has... One stack, but no, the new three seven the new three seven fives have two, which means they're worse. <laughs> Bob, Bob, ring in, please. Bob, please, we need we need your help. I feel like this videos. could be the end of our dozer podcast. Oh, he has another video from ten years ago. It's called Screaming right. Gypsum. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, there's okay. So it's oh. it's your standard JCB with a front loader on it. I, I'm with you. I'm with he's you. Tipping, here. tipping some gypsum. Into a little fucking filter yoke oh, that fuck. runs it through a fine mesh. I'd say that's f- oh, ASMR. Pure gypsum part. It's actually very loud on my ears. <laughs> uh, pure gypsum particles coming out the back of it. You want gypsum? I know a lot. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah. What's gypsum? <laughs> gypsum. You'd use it in uh, mortar uh, for for What's building. What's mortar? What's mortar? It's a mixture of gypsum and I think sand. <laughs> that doesn't answer a question. <laughs> What's gypsum? You said mortar. What's mortar? Well, it's made of a bit of gypsum. Hang on, I'll fucking... 
Oh, oh, we could do with some gypsum on this podcast. Con- well, some gyp rock. It's a product in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, it provides enhanced acoustic performance. You, know, so you can use it to insulate sound. Interesting. Uh, sorry, sorry. Gypsum is used in plaster, chalk, <laughs> drywall, alabaster. <laughs> no, keep going. On the mole scale of mineral hardness, <laughs> it has a two. <laughs> What? I had it actually written here as a one, so I'm actually glad you told me that because now yeah, I can update yeah, yeah. No, my, you're thinking of the stacks on a three seven five Kokatsu, and that's the new three seven five. That's that'd be the old one. It'd have one stack, and then the new. No, I would just have, have a really quick question. Just yeah. to, just really, could you clear this up? How the fuck are we going to get back to the emus? I don't know from how this? we're going to resegue back into this. So this I'm, lady. I'm, Daenerys Targaryen was yeah. scrubbing brush one day. She. This all started with two words: pushing scrub. That's pushing all that scrub, happened. Pushing scrub. Excuse me. And this is where we are. Five minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I say? I feel I'm stupider. Really. <laughs> I, I feel I've like learned so. You know what gypsum is now. Well, it's made of mortar. Mortar's made of gypsum. So nah, there's like, no mortars. I was thinking of plaster. You know, you make oh. some boat with water. What can I say? <laughs> you know so much, and yet. Absolutely nothing. That's the thing. See, I bought all of Ireland's supplies of gypsum, but then I left it all out in the rain. <laughs> See, he, you're, you used up all the supplies of gypsum because nobody else knew what it was. And exactly. you got in. I was the one man who had control over yeah. gypsum. Smart. And Smart. It, it did um, away with me, Connor. So the reason why they call Miss Bird uh, Daenerys Targaryen is because she had the night eggs and she wrapped them all in an electric blanket until they all hatched. Oh, not that's knowing quite cute. That they were emus. Sadly, only Kevin and Carol made it to adulthood with truck and car collisions claiming most of their siblings' lives. Could have done without that information. I mean, I guess it sets my mind at ease not knowing there's seven other emus unaccounted for. We're only th- Why would you have to tell us the heartbreaking truth? Because you could have just ended the sentence of like, only two survived to adulthood. Grand, yeah. I can work the rest out for myself. But to, to really just absolutely opposite, like the contrast between that line and the next line so it's trucks and cars claim most of their family's lives they love cuddles says Miss Byrne do they now well I'm not surprised after the loss of their families probably <laughs> they just need some comfort really just at this a bit point. of love every now yeah. and again so the, so the the Iraqi emus achieve notoriety for their confidence around humans, um, and they now feature on a range of tourist merchandise. Unfortunately, their troublemaker tendencies came back to bite them with a ban from their beloved watering hole, eventually. Um, I had to start buying them cartons of beers and getting takeaways for them, Miss Bird jokes. Now, she says jokes there, so that's, I'm not sure. I'd hope it's a joke, otherwise. So she's saying because they're now banned from the the bar that they have to simulate the bar time experience at home. Yeah, I think basically they're getting pissed at a field nowadays. Jesus, what fields? Yeah. What few type? cans down the slip. Few cans <laughs> of boys. Few tins with the fellas. <laughs> a few oh mortar with the lads. A few rocks of gypsum with my homies. I'm going to start hailing some gypsum. Oh, don't. It's very fine. It's very fine when it's powderized. <laughs> I've crushed it. <laughs> that young boy up there, he's on the gypsum again. Oh, next he'll be pushing scrub. <laughs> Two. And how many... Sorry, just to go back to Bob. What, yeah, what's yeah, yeah, the engine? What, what's the engine we're looking at there? On the 475. I'm looking for a 475 engine if I was to look at it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's a... Um, it's, it's, it's a... Hang on. Where the fuck was it? Uh, V12? V12, that's pretty good. Turbocharged. V12. Don't know what... Hang on, let me find the comment thread uh, again. And so this one, it's the SAA 12D140 V12, of course. Yeah, of course. course. Well, you don't have to tell me that. I'm I'm just, for the listeners, just so they know what we're talking about. Because we're just two lads. We're two lads talking Jepsum. You know that. Bit, bit of an update, by the way, one year ago. Uh, damn, guy, you really need to squirt some WD-40 on those tracks. That metal-on-metal metal squeaking is going to ruin your tracks, and that'll be a good $1,000 to replace them. And then the original poster, whose name is RNR380, by the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, says, it's not my tractor, and that was over 10 years ago. <laughs> so the tracks are probably well and truly worn out by now. <laughs> I love that the video was posted 11 years ago and this guy's like six months ago this is the time to tell them 
the amount of problem that they might have. <laughs> and the last one is like someone's on a high horse being like, oh, unbelievable. How come when we do it, it's woo woo awesome. But when Indonesians do it to grow palm oil plantations, oh, it's no. boo, thumbs down, save the orangutans. Oh, Absolute no. hypocrisy. The oh, original no. poster came back and said, we're only clearing a single cut for new fences. <laughs> That's what I like about the what's the guy's name? RNR three eighty. Oh, the big RNR. Like the the main thing I love about him is that he cuts to the chase. He's not fucking yeah. about. Like he's just telling you the truth straight out. He's real and real. Yeah. Uh, that's what RNR. I think he's for. a TikTok star now. I think so. I hope so. Yeah. He deserves it. More Komatsu <laughs> content, please. <laughs> um, so, apparently, Demu's banned Sean, right? We're still on this because you keep interrupting with fucking Jepsum talk. I'm but- sorry. Did you not want to learn about various minerals this episode? <laughs> so, Miss Bird leaves Yuraka to work for a few months most years, and Kevin and Carol would traditionally run off into the wilderness until her return. Um, after her last trip to Yamba in January, they didn't come back. So the, the emus would run away, they would, they would come back whenever she came back. Right. Um, but I've done some investigating, and I do know that they are still local. And one of them has four baby chicks now, and they're brother and sister, so we'll just leave that alone, says Miss Bird. We're not oh. going to get into it. Uh, no, please, Connor, explain mm. that to me, because I don't understand that last point. <laughs> How, if, if they're brother and sister, could well, there be four What they did was babies? they started a load of gypsum. Right. All right, okay. And they got Not onto the fuck big R and R. They had a chat mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. Squir- they squirted a bit of WD forty. Um, okay. And Bob's your uncle, John's your aunt. You know what I mean? Jeez, and wait, your uncle and aunt as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> Kevin is both father and uncle. Oh, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it, Connor. Um, tourists and locals would still love Ka- Ka- Kevin and Carol to come back for the township. Um, but Sean, they now have children. They are growing up. It's true. They're going to return six people stronger with the four kids and the two of them. So that's six. They're mm. coming back. Sean, maybe this town will eventually be overrun because it's now 20 versus six. Yeah, that's not looking great. And if all those babies have babies with each other, mm. that's, that's <clears throat> I think, a million emus that you'd have to have. <laughs> what, if they, what if every family adopted an emu, though? Like, you just... And then it's, but then they would conspire... They would cons- they'd, they'd be like giving eyes to each other like no. today is the day. Matt, lad, they'd be like the Targaryens. Like, because think about Australia, right? The big emu war that they had. Yeah. Now there's no more emus. Except for now there's some emus. So whoever controls the emus controls And you're the saying power. this is the epicentre of that war? I think that's where it starts. Or maybe mm. that's where it ends, you know, finally, after all these years. Peace. <laughs> that's the emu stronghold. <laughs> That you need yeah. to get to. It's the last safe bastion of emu kind. Yeah. No, I, I look, I understand what you're saying. All I'm saying is... Do you? Because I don't. Those people will probably die. <laughs> <laughs> so we have... Sean, what I was going to do is I can move on, or we can then spend the rest of the episode going through Orador's whole YouTube videography and just reading comments. Let How me do just you see if there's any other highlights, just <laughs> before we get just off. Just give me a highlight, Sean. Know? Give me a highlight reel. I, I, I'm very interested. Okay, I think I might... Oh, no, I might have closed the tab. Oh, we'll never find him again, Connor. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, I found no. him again, your grandson. Hang on. Well, there's uh, the crazy verse. <laughs> We're going to go videos. Most popular. Of course it's the Komatsu 475. Of course it is. Everyone's there for the Komatsu 475 show. Fuck, there's another video of the Komatsu... And then there's a D10... Oh, the D10N laying pipe. Here we oh, go. Oh, fuck. I, I, oh, he's laying pipe all over Show the place. Show me how I'd you lay my friend. R and R doing that, but laying pipe, I'd say, with this videography. See, that's nice. It's fucking. It's digging up the trench in one go. It looks like it's putting yeah. in the pipe as well, boys. <laughs> Any comments on this one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone just comments depth. <laughs> I like the idea that they just always comment like a, a dimension. It was like length, just, pretty good. <laughs> width, pretty good. Circumference, uh, circumference. What does the layer assembly look like to tolerate this much horsepower? Oh. Then R and R. It's just a normal ripper laying pipe about seven hundred millimeters. This is the thing, right? And look, our new our listeners, you might be here for weird news. This is this is what fascinates me and Sean is R and R. He's a people pleaser. You know what I mean? He he's <laughs> he's a showman. 
It brings to so it. many comments, lads. You it's, wouldn't believe he's, it. He's reading comments. He's getting back to it. His fan mail. People are That's, coming to him. He's solving problems. And look, interesting fact about this laying pipe. In, in some places, he had to pre-rip the ground. He had to go over it first. I genuinely don't pipe. know what that means, but I'm assuming it means dig. He had to pre-rip, Connor. You never, don't pre-rip before you've de-ripped, you know? <laughs> uh, the only pre-rip that I do be doing is with my Beyblade. That's... Yeah. And, and, that, and even that that's frowned upon in tournaments that is actually uh, true you have to wait till the shout let it rip in the competition rules the see screening gypsum is his lowest viewed video which I think <laughs> is a fucking disgrace quite frankly <laughs> but you've given him a view how many views does it have uh, it has 1.3k uh, oh. but it, that's no Komatsu 475 which is 996k I mean that's that's the fucking main event people that's have come there for numbers. a reason I mean, it's got, it's got like two engines. Wait, no, it doesn't. It has one. It's got, I don't know. Okay. I'm not as good at talking about dozers as I thought I was. You're not good at any of, to- <laughs> of any of this. Then uh, nine months ago, someone posted a video on his community tab. Mm. And uh, it's about, it's like a, I think it's a Russian warship being towed by a tractor. Uh, but the tractor's like in the sea. It's a funny for for tractor enjoyers, it's a really funny meme, uh, and that that has twenty four thousand likes. Fuck, twenty four thousand likes. Yeah. How many views? It's a picture. I don't know. Oh, it's twenty four thousand likes. We'll never get twenty four thousand likes. The fucking pictures get twenty four thousand likes. Oh, like and review on whatever podcast platform yeah, you're guys, listening on. Seriously, please. we're we're up against this picture now, right? This picture is not even doing anything. It's just They're there. Common for us, yeah. You know, with this picture, oh, sick. I can't believe a picture has twenty four thousand likes. Shot. That's 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 after rattling me. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm rattled. Do you know what I can't believe? Go on. We're half an hour into the show. And it's somehow we've only done one story. We've and I've done one story anyone, and not even that, really. But you, it's your fault. <laughs> it's, you're encouraging me. I you am, told actually. told me before the show, Sean, go full mental. Sean, have you ever heard of Jepsum? I want to know more. <laughs> My ears prick up. It's like a dog whistle. <laughs> um, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is 13 strangers go viral for renting a van, driving 10 plus hours together after flight cancellation. Oh, this is like a Christmas movie in the making. That's what I was thinking. It sounds like the beginning of a movie. Um, after a flight p- cancellation left passengers stranded in Orlando, a ragtag group of 13 came together to drive a rented van more than 10 hours north to their final destination. Sean, I'm- how is this not a movie, first of all? That is, it, That's that's like indomitable human spirit kind of thing so it'd be very easy to get the hotel or get another flight to your destination but they thought no 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 we'll have the no. crack did was it was, were they the only 13 on the flight or were they the only 13 who were willing to go and do willing sure. right willing so what happened right is, so you're with a bunch of lunatics as well absolute crazy people so you're going from orlando to knoxville tennessee right their yeah. flight gets delayed once they're still there in the airport for another few hours Flight gets delayed again. They're still waiting in the airport for another few hours. Eventually, flight gets cancelled altogether. Flight's done. They were like, you can get on the next flight, which is Tuesday night, which is, this is Sunday night, 48 hours before Tuesday night. Okay, not the best solution then. So they're like, we can't wait two days to go back. People have things to do. And also it's Sunday. I have work tomorrow. I kind of need to get back there now. Yeah. And then people, I I imagine there's a big group of people Mm. who are told this and most of them filter away. But then there's like the 13 fucking members of the fellowship (laughs) who just stay there. And they all put in their sword. Yeah, like there must be some other way. Yeah, yeah. As people milled about in line and near the customer service centre, Miller says one woman named Amy took charge and shouted that anyone who wanted to try driving north to the final destination in a rented vehicle could join her. This is some fuck. This is some zombie movie stuff. It's just been like there might be a safe house ten hours north. <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> now, Amy, I mean, very definitely not a millennial or a Gen Z. Nobody's jumping in, right? 
Like mm. you're, you're waiting That's definitely someone Who's an older generation To be like I'm taking charge here Because if that was me I'm like Head down I'm just gonna do nothing <laughs> that's, Yeah Yeah Now look I would happily jump in In the van Yeah I Oh I'm, I'm happy enough To go ahead After you But don't, like don't Amy I want Like you're dying first You're running through the door first If we're doing this Yeah And like, like how many She must have been Fairly confident She wouldn't get Too many responses Mm. You know, because mm. if like a whole flight of people were like, "Yeah, we're with you, Amy." Oh, because <laughs> oh, also, no. if someone does that in the airport, you're kind of put off a little bit. You're like, "There's something wrong with them." W- See, why? no, they all have a shared fucking hatred for <clears throat> whatever. I'm gonna say, I don't know, Delta. Is that a bad airline in America? Yeah, let's go with Delta. Let's. I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. Is it, they all have like a shared vitriol for Delta at the minute. Ryanair. Go at Ryanair. Yeah, <laughs> let's just say it's Ryanair. They do Orlando to Tennessee. Why not? <laughs> uh, but the, now they're like, okay, we just, we're all in this together. Yeah. Uh, high school musical style. And so we just need to get out of it together. Is Amy the only one driving though? Or can so, she drive? Otherwise, that's a bold plan. <laughs> she can't drive. Can anyone drive? <laughs> <laughs> so the line is super long. Um, and so then they yell over. Uh, this is Alana story telling the story, Sean. Um, living up to her name. Um, so she says, the line was super long. I was like, I'm just going to let my mom handle it. So she's just going to deal with, let the mother handle it. Me and Alana I mean? on the same page here. <laughs> Absolutely. And so she yells over at me. This is the mother. And she's like, Alana, we're headed downstairs to get this into this van <laughs> with all these people. <laughs> So, but but, mom, every lesson you've ever taught me since I was a child. But Alana, they've got so many sweets. They told me in the back yeah. ca- back of the car. They filled up on snacks. They're gonna bring us right home. They're friends. <laughs> they just need to take a detour through these dark alleyways. <laughs> so, ter- so thirteen strangers all gra- gather together. Yeah, and rent. I assume the biggest van in the world. The goddamn biggest van in the world. And so they hit the road in the vent in the rented van. And um, the only reason do we, we know this is because Alana do we have goes. A make and model of the van by any uh, chance? I don't have a. I don't have a make and model you of sure? the van. What kind of horsepower um, are we talking? So the only reason we know this is that Alana's story posts this to her TikTok about the surprising circumstances. Shot it blows up. It goes mad, right? Um, uh, as is so, one to do on TikTok. She says we post the video, or sorry, I post the video. And 30 minutes later, it's got hundreds of thousands of views. Just, and then eventually, it's just them being like, how the fuck are we this famous? Um, people in the van are refreshing my page the entire time. They're like, oh my gosh, we're at this many views. And they're reading comments out loud the whole time. I slept maybe max 20 minutes <laughs> in the whole 10 hours. Jesus, that's tough. But like, I, I mean, if you're, if you're popping off that hard, you got to monitor it, you know? What so, if you get cancelled halfway through? So the, the unlikely crew, there's some guy in the back like tell, saying really racist shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'm on the fence. <laughs> the unlikely crew included Alana, who works and lives in Knoxville, her mother and her godmother, um, a family taking their teen daughter on a college visit at the University of Tennessee, and two Mexico-based Europeans who became farmers. I, mean, that, I want to hear their story. What's that going sounds, on with them? That's what, fascinating. How yeah. much scrub do they push, do you think? So you're based in Mexico, but you're from Europe, but you're in Orlando flying to Knoxville. Yeah. Maybe there are, I mean, I mean, farmers probably have a, a holiday during the Christmas, right? Probably, the harvest wouldn't be great. I don't know enough about farming and growing. <laughs> he knows shit, all lads. about gypsum. He doesn't know nothing about farming. No, you can't, look, I'll... You can't grow gypsum, I don't think. That's true. That's true. You know, um, unless you can. <laughs> so, Michaela Puckering, who's the student touring the university with her mother, um, uh, made it on time. So, by the way, they're promoting all these people in the article because they all apparently have TikToks. I'm not doing that because I just think it's funnier not to. But the idea of the story, Sean, is that would you get in a car? 13 people for 10 hours. Just am, I, am I on my own in this scenario? Yes. I probably would. What if you're More not on your own? I, then I would have to think about Because then I'm responsible for someone else. Okay, so right? it's, your, it's your brother and your mother. They're so, for some reason with you, stranded at an airport, we're getting in a car. 
I mean, I actually one shifty think- guy. He's like swinging a knife in between his fingers, and then they call, they call him Knuckles. Okay, well, Knuckles would be good for defense anyway. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think if there was other people, if it was me and my brother, we'd probably go. If it was me and my brother and my mum, uh, yeah. probably not. You know, you're like I'm willing to let the brother die. Like he's not actually that great anyway. But the no, mother, no, 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 no. She, no, she's stop like, taking nice, like, things out what? on my brother sorry, and putting them like, on what? me. <laughs> it just fell out of me, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. Oh, I just, I just feel even if we got into a scrape, it'd be ah, it's a story. Do you know? Yeah. What if you died? Then win win. You know. <laughs> It's either a story or I don't have any problems. Yeah, it's not my... I don't have to worry about it. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is only a small story that I found very funny in that people are always trying to get away uh, with driving in the... Um, What's the lane that you're driving with someone Carpool else? lane. Carpool lane, Sean. But I have a person sighted. We've, we've had people try weird shit. To try and yeah. get through the carpool lane. We had someone bring a skeleton a few times. Um, but, Sean, in Arizona this week, one person was cited for driving in a carpool lane with an inflatable gridge in the car seat beside them. Interesting. I mean, festive, I guess. Festive season, yeah. Definitely not a, a passenger, though, is it? It's an object. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. But I'm saying, isn't it strange that they went festive? You would go... You don't want to bring attention. Why would you go Grinch? Were they also festive, though? Because if they were dressed as, like, Santa or <laughs> They the were dressed as the Easter Bunny. Right, well, that's just mm, wrong, it's then. Just, it's just confusing. It's just, it yeah. doesn't know. They had a Hawaii shirt and shorts on. Unless, if the costume party was themed around people who hate Christmas. Oh. Then the Grinch and the Easter Bunny are probably two very safe costumes. They would beat the shit out of Santa as well, man. Oh, yeah. They would yeah. destroy. Have you, did you watch Claus after our uh, our Saturday hangout? Claw, like The Claw, movie Claus. The movie Claus. No, no, I didn't watch it yet. I've, I've watched it since. Real good. Is it good? Yeah, real good. People, Jackson, one of our patrons, recommended it. And I was like, oh, I'd seen that before. But I hadn't seen it in a few years. Went back. It's on Netflix now, guys. Go watch Klaus. Oh. It's, a, it's only like 90 minutes long as well. Like it's, oh, wait, Klaus? Yeah, Klaus. Yes, yeah, so Klaus I've seen. I loved, I know people that worked on Klaus. Klaus is unreal. Do, do you know people that worked on Klaus? Yeah, yeah. There's a big animation thing down the road. Lord and oh, Klaus. Oh, man. What do they know about, like... Jepsum. <laughs> well, it's a, well, well, see, the whole thing is done in 2D, but it's lit and shadowed to look 3D. It's wild. Ah, oh, man, people are way more talented than we will ever yeah. be. <laughs> we just know about gypsum and such. <laughs> well, we don't even know about that. It's, it's in plaster, Connor. <laughs> We're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And this was something that really caught my eye, and it was sent in to us uh, by one of our patrons, Waffles. Um, this was last week. And it was that scientists have revived an ancient zombie virus in Siberia. Why the fuck <laughs> do they do this? <laughs> so as the world warms up, Sean, vast trenches of permafrost are melting, releasing material that's been trapped in its icy grip for years, I think you'll find. Yes. Um, this includes a slew of microbes that have lain dormant for hundreds of millennia in some cases. So, to study the emerging microbes, scientists have now received a number of these zombie viruses from a Siberian permafrost. Okay, um, yeah. let, me just, okay. let me just put people's minds at ease. Is that This article uses the term zombie virus to refer to a virus that is back from seemingly being dead. Or not- a virus that causes public health damage and kills people. Is that on the cards? Because we just did one of those. And it was so shit. apparently the one that they found this week, or last week, was the oldest one ever found. It was 50,000 years old, which is a oh. record for a frozen virus. And wow. Returning to a state capable of infecting others. <laughs> And what are the symptoms? Do we know? <laughs> the team behind the work, led by a microbiologist from the French National Centre for Scientific Research, says these reanimating viruses are potentially a significant threat to public health, Sean. Okay. 
So just leave them in the frost until they're ah, dead? But if they take them out, then they can assess the danger. They can figure out what kind of threat they pose as they awake from their icy slumber. Okay, but they're going to be careful about it, right? Because... Oh no, I slipped! It'd be be real bad if they fell down the stairs holding a big basket full of viruses. (laughs) So the 48,500 year old amoeba? Oh no. Yeah, that's the one. Virus is actually one of 13 outlined in a new study, currently in preprint. With nine of them thought to be tens of thousands of years old, Sean. So they're bringing back old viruses. Into the into the public, but like no one from ten thousand years ago was alive, so these viruses must be lethal. Yeah, <laughs> they must be so effective. They're all dead. It had a one hundred percent success rate. <laughs> Everyone who ever got that virus is dead, and, and every single person who didn't get it but was around people that had it are also dead. That's oh, it's the worst mm-hmm. thing. But you know when you hear about like back in the day, and like uh, they'd be like, oh, a plague came upon them. Surely that's one of these viruses, like, yeah. at some point. Yeah, but also, then if you think about it, people back then had no immune system. So, that's true, whereas we've been licking doorknobs for years. Unless they had more of an immune system because they were constantly eating dirt. Well, this is the thing, is that it, you'd probably be have a... Re- Sorry, there's a, like a little shitty motorbike <laughs> idling outside the house right now. But... You'd probably be less susceptible to, like, your coughs and colds and things like that. Mm. But then once something hits you, if it's able to get through, it's basically a death sentence. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there's two sides to it. One, why go near it? Just leave it. Two... Leave it where you found it. Go and maybe you can go study it. So the situation would be much more disastrous if they left it. Apparently, well, they wrote because obviously they're going to say that. Yeah, because they're um, getting paid to do yeah. shit to it. So it's legitimate to ponder the risk of the viral particle remaining infectious and getting back into circulation by towing the ancient layers in front of it. So they're like, it's basically better to melt it and then study it rather than just leave it when it's frozen. In, I, okay, but we've been okay, but okay. So they th- they think pulling it out of the ground early and studying it and finding a solution to it before it's a problem. That's the way they're deciding to go that's, about. That's it. the way. Yeah. Okay. That okay. That does make sense. All right. But why are you doing all thirteen at once? Would you not do them one by one? Because then, then it's easy it. to get confused. One might slip out. One might yeah. get infected into someone. Then and then, like you have a little plot point. You have a little story. The cure for one makes the other one a lot stronger. And yeah. then they all get scattered over the ground, and it's this weird puzzle situation. If anyone's ever played Resident Evil, it's this. It's exactly this. This, this is what's happened. I mean, it's. I mean, it's, it's probably going to happen eventually, right? Isn't it? Like, would <laughs> anyone be? Would anyone be surprised? At this point, if they're like, yeah, look, we brought a virus back from 10,000 BC and now it's running rampant. And <laughs> no, they just off. come in and they come into the house and just get a shotgun. And it's like, what's going on? The virus <laughs> yeah. got out again. <laughs> they're massive now. Turns out viruses were a lot bigger back in the day. <laughs> Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And I have a strange one from Florida, man. Um, I have two Florida Man stories. One really caught my eye, but this one is just a small story, but just very Florida Man. Florida Man arrested for stealing $1,300 worth of electric toothbrushes, then throwing them away. Uh, okay, man works for an old school dentist. Uh, electric toothbrushes are putting him out of business. Maybe I was. So this is one of those stories. I was coming to you, Sean. What's Florida man's talk process here? What's he thinking? What, what's what's he motive? thinking? What's led to this life of crime that he's decided upon? So, um, a Florida man was arrested after he stole near near nearly a thousand dollars. No, sorry, over a thousand dollars worth of electric toothbrushes from a pharmacy last week. Um, the sheriff's office responded to, responded to the Walgreens after a man was caught walking into the store, grabbing nearly $1,400 worth of electric toothbrushes and then merely exiting the store without paying, just walking out. How many toothbrushes is that? 
How much is that, an electric see, that, toothbrush? That's a good question. I, I mean, if how many, how what price is an electric toothbrush these days? You get them for like thirty bucks, forty bucks. I don't know where you're buying your toothbrushes, my friend. No, electric. like not the, not the like the the shit ones, the good ones. What are we talking? An Oral B Pro One Six Fifty. That's what electric? I'm talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're looking at maybe forty quid delivered here mm. in Ireland. Mm. Uh, mm. Then, but if you go to the shop, let's say thirty. Uh, Christmas specials, yeah, Christmas deals, thirty quid for an electric two. Thir- so thirty quid. How many thirty quids do you need to get to fourteen hundred dollars? To fourteen hundred. Let me fucking tell you right now, my friend. Fourteen hundred divided by thirty. <laughs> You would need forty six point six. So let's call it forty seven toothbrushes. So he wo- he walked in and he stole forty seven toothbrushes off the shelves. That's it. That's it. Now, how much does one box of an electric toothbrush weigh? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we need to work out. We got. There has to be. Please, there has to be a weight on this. Somewhere. I would say maybe four. If I had to put a weight on it, five hundred grams. Five hundred grams. So we're going to times this by 500, right? That's going to it's give us a, it's the It's not grammage. a kg. It's, it's, it's definitely not a kg. No, a toothbrush couldn't be a kilo. Nah, well, the charging man. stand, I suppose. Well, no, 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 no. no. We'll go 500 grams. 500 grams, easy to pick up. So that's, uh, and then divide that by 1,000 to get it in kilograms, Connor. And this man stole 23 kilograms of toothbrushes. <laughs> Which, to be honest, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, to be yeah. fair. Um, so he then exits the store and the employees watched the man get into his white Lexus, uh, Lexus and calmly drive away after committing the crime. Okay. Uh, I mean, man can aff- he can afford a Lexus, but not a, not a toothbrushes? Well, how, do, how can he afford the toothbrushes? Because he's always stealing his toothbrushes. Or, how can you afford the Lexus unless you're already stealing your toothbrushes? Oh, you're I saving a you. fortune. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. He's set for electric toothbrushes for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Very clean molars. Um, <laughs> deputies spotted the vehicle, but they waited for nearly 20 miles before approaching the driver. He just kept driving. They just kept following behind without starting the alarm. They just wanted to see where he was going. Slow day um, in Florida, was it? <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. Um, so he was stopped and pulled over. Mofield, this is the Tracy J. Mofield, admitted to stealing the items and told deputies, they asked him, what did you do with the toothbrushes? Because they weren't in the car. And then he said, well, I threw the stolen goods off the Long Key Bridge. So he went into the shop he stole $1,400 worth of two electric toothbrushes, then drove 20 miles, then dropped them off a bridge because Florida man. I have a theory. Go for it. And it's, I, a little, it's a mystery. I don't know. It, it requires a little bit of foreknowledge, right? Have you ever seen Adam Sandler's film The Waterboy? <laughs> yes. There's a line in that that says that alligators are so angry... Because yeah. they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. Goddamn right there is. I think Florida Man took that line to heart, felt really bad, wanted to calm down some alligators, and so decided to give them some toothbrushes so they could brush their teeth. <laughs> so he goes to the bridge and drops it in the water. Yeah, because the br- toothbrushes aren't for humans. So yeah. that's why he's allowed to just take them. Alligators don't have to pay. <laughs> Your <It's> like, honor. <laughs> like there's there's a really good Mitch Hedberg joke, and it's Subway will give you free bread, but only if you're a duck. Oh fuck! You're right. Like if, if a duck walks into Subway, you mean to tell me he's not leaving with free bread? And what the bread they have isn't even bread, so like he's cocking out with not like by Irish standards, my friend. It is a cake. <laughs> Sean, I just wanted you to fi- figure out what Florida man's goal is here because I've never heard of a crime where you go commit it, take fourteen hundred dollars worth of goods, then immediately drive and then throw them in the river. Unless, of course, you want the toothbrushes to find homes in crocodiles and alligators. I mean, it, it's all lining up, Connor. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, I, I like the idea of that he tried to set up his own dentistry for them. And, but like, upon the drive home, it was like, it's just never going to work. It just, I had this idea earlier this morning, but it's just, it's ridiculous. What if he is? He's trying to set up the, and he's had, he's had one or two patients, right? And they're both alligators because it's an alligator dentist. Uh, And you know what he's saying every time they leave, just to let you know, but go on. No, absolutely. Very good. Very (laughs) good. 
Uh, but he was like, oh, man, they're so aggressive. I can't get the patience to calm down. And then he was like, how do I make them less angry? And there's only one yeah. way to do that, as we all know. So yeah. now he's promoting good oral hygiene. They can still come in for their checkups, but they won't be as angry because they have their toothbrush. I have, in my head, I have one of those ads for a toothbrush. You know that they always talk to like five hours, seven dentists yeah. agree. And they always have some fucking dentist that's like, I use it and I think it's fucking amazing. I just have one of them, but like the headshot just cuts and it's a fucking alligator. <laughs> and it's just like roaring in the chair. All of, all of those ads are the same as well. Like they're all done yeah. at the weird fucking duck angle for like some really reason. weird for no, and it's always this shit his little background just like and they're like yeah I've I've had people use it and their teeth are better actually yeah. uh, when they brush them toothpaste needs a fucking branding update just in general mm. just like some, get something a bit more hardcore get the old spice guys to do toothpaste ads because they're always just like it's got three layers it's gonna yeah, break down your they pack all somehow do. It, it, they all do the same thing. <laughs> Is it whitening you're looking for? Good breath? They all do the same. Our one has all of that. What's your toothpaste of choice? Oh, whatever. Whatever's in the shop, Sean, no. at I give it time. But I'm not going with good breath. I'm not happy with that. Like I, no. I want like a whitening one more so than a, a good breath one, a minty one. See, the whitening ones are very aggressive. You know, mm. there's a lot of grit in there. Uh, gypsum, some might say, uh, to some polish off the teeth. Uh, I like I like a sensodyne repair and protect myself. Connor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tastes like shit, but it's good for your gums. I'll tell you something now. You look like a sensodyne man. <laughs> I do, I do. I am. It's good I am for your gums, is it? It's really good for your gums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, I should get on that. I should get yeah, on that. Yeah, my gums man. are fucked because I grind my yeah. teeth a lot because I'm yeah, so stressed. Oh, my teeth are falling out. Like, they haven't started, but I'm just assuming tomorrow's One the day. One of these days. Like those viruses that kill all the, all the lads in the past. Eventually just, all your teeth will fall out. I just always assume tomorrow's the day that all my teeth will fall out. Just, it's better to think that than be surprised. Do you know that scene in Game of Thrones where all the teeth come out? Yeah. That that's, fucks That's me. Yeah, that's me. That's you. That's what's going to happen. Um, we're we're finishing off this week Sean with Florida woman claiming to be God from ancient Egypt attacks civilians and officers in Miami Beach I mean who's to say she's not you know Uh, sounds Uh, sounds pretty Egyptian God move to me a a woman who claimed to be a God from ancient Egypt was arrested on Sunday afternoon in Miami Beach after threatening random passers-by while slamming tables and throwing items authorities say according to her arrest report the first officer on the scene was Espinola Way at Washington Avenue. Tre- what? Wait, that's the address. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I thought that was somebody's name, Espinola Way. <laughs> Washington Avenue could be a name, I suppose. I, I read it and I was like, those two names are fucked. And then I was like, wait, no, that's a place. Fair enough. That's on me, guys. Um... They tried to take Emily Thomas Lockton of Boynton Beach into custody, but she became aggressive, aggressive and hostile towards the officers, screaming, don't touch me, and slapping the officer's arm away. Oh, fuck. Good move. Lads. Strong Good. move. That's what they love. That's what they mm. love. It's uh, when the you pl- slap the arms away. Pol- police said the officer tried to then stun Lockton uh, with his taser, but was unsuccessful, which... Implies to me that she's electric proof, so you're not going to get her. Um, That's true. That's she's a rock true. type be, Pokemon. Could be Horus, God of the Sky, you know. That could be one of the ones. <laughs> Another officer tried to assist and dodged Lockton as she tried to hit him as well, authorities said. According to the arrest report, Lockton had, Charlotte, this is the good way, but hmm? unusual strength from what appeared to be an unknown substance. <laughs> could, be, could be Hathor, the goddess of drunkenness, Connor. Or it could be someone who took a bunch of mess. Hmm. Mm, the jury's still out. Let's hear more evidence. <laughs> Police said it took multiple officers to even handcuff her, as they weren't even able to st- taser her, take her down. She was just unusually strengthened by you know something. Who this, you know who this fucking sounds like? Are you going to se- say another name of a random god that you've just googled? Yes. Sekhmet, goddess of destruction. Of course. <laughs> Can I just ask you really quickly? Yeah, uh, just yeah. have Could you just look at me? Um, yeah. What was the first god's name that you said? I said Horus originally, god of the, the sky. One? 
And the second <laughs> one was, oh, look, who can name all of the, was the, Haptha, the god of drunkenness? Well, you uh, can name them all, apparently. Well, um, you're being very, like, Mafdet, goddess of judgment, Connor. <laughs> It's always good when you have to say to God what they did afterwards. They're not going to get it if I just call them this. Um, so, apparently, according to the arrest report, the uh, witnesses told officers that Lockton had stopped her car in traffic and began screaming and slamming the hoods of random cars driving by. She then parked her car and walked over to the restaurant and began slamming tables. Um, so, that's how you know she's mad. Um Police said the manager of the restaurant told them he had asked Lockton to leave, but she smacked his hand away and continued to slap tables. She just wants to slap tables, is the Um, thing. Uh, Atardi said Lockton was shouting during the entirety of the struggle to arrest her, claiming she was related to the late rapper Tupac. (laughs) Oh. So she could be who? God of spoken word, is what you're saying. (laughs) I am least ready to go. (laughs) You were going to fit that in no matter what I said. Who, Pac, more like it? That's your best one so far. Um, So she was not only related to Tupac, she was also a god from ancient Egypt who could take on all of us at once, is what she said. So she did warn us, to be fair. To be fair, she's like, I have unusual strength. I am a god from Egypt, just to let you know, I'm also related to Tupac. So, whichever one of those is more impressive to you, yeah. go with that. Um, she was taken to the medical centre to be medically cleared before transported to the police station. Um, she was arrested on multiple accounts and they did find met in her. I see, I see. So you think Egyptian, Egyptian gods would fucking love met though. Just if they, I would say know, Egyptians would love meth. They'd be all over that shit. They'd get so much done if they yeah. were just on meth. Imagine like how many pyramids would like have. Egyptians are still people. Like <laughs> yeah, no, but like we're talking like back in the day, Tutankhamun. Yeah, mad for meth. Oh, if he was on that meth, man, he'd be living a good life. Be, yeah, he wouldn't have died at 19 or whatever he did. He probably would have died uh, at maybe 17, but like... That's true. That's we, true. He would have been, like, had a better time for a, long, for a shorter amount of time. True. Mightn't have walked with that club foot he was born with. Do you know a lot of random facts about Egypt as well? Or no. is that just... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. You don't clearly fucking know gods. <laughs> I know heaps of them. They're just... <laughs> what Norse. was the second god you named? Yeah, that was Cathor, goddess of drunkenness. John, I think that's it for this week's weird news. What a week. Sorry, I took half an hour at the start half to talk hour. about diggers. <laughs> YouTube videos from now on, they're banned. I wasn't recording. I'm joking. <laughs> I get fucked. You're the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> Listeners, the actual look on his face genuinely made me feel Just, bad. I mean, why? That's the worst joke you can make. It's awful. It's awful. And I'm yeah. going to have to say it for real one day. You're like the god of fucking dickheads. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I, could I be the god of... Oh, I, no, saw, I could be set god of deception, Connor. <laughs> Sean, god of fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to take us out? Yes, please. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday with Hero Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon who continues to support the show. Uh, They help us keep the show going every single month, week, day of the year, and we couldn't do it without them. So thanks very much. Shoutouts, of course, go to Roisin, the wife, Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan, technically fine, Evanson. All Waffles Wants for Christmas is for you to listen to their podcast, Waffles and Mario Talk About Things. Very good podcast, I must say. Yes. Uh, David Clark, Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Helmuth, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Nathaniel Thistlewaite, Horatio Rowland, Bumfluff Jr. the third. Connor and Lorraine have shortened this Patreon nickname. Mm. Russ, I feel this name lengthening has caused some tension, so I'm hoping to relieve that. Feel free to just call me Russ Parfit and Jackson Bruheim. Thank you all. 
Thank you all for the support for the long names and the short names. You do actually for, deserve that, though, to be fair. For, for you're, He's actually upset with me. Uh, <laughs> wait till we get off, Mike. Wait, wait till we get home, right? No, We're going to have words. Wait till your father hears about this. <laughs> No, so if you want to support the show in other ways, there is a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Dillman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor, my best friend. <laughs> I think it is my former best friend. Oh no! <laughs> my name is Connor Lawler. We'll talk to you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.